Hey there! Welcome to Season 2 of Raise the Brow with Nishka and Malaika. If you've been with us through Season 1 and are still here, then hey, we love you. And if you're new here, then welcome, welcome, welcome. This season, we have lined up stories of some kick-ass Indians from across the globe who are reshaping our Indian society by being who they are. Because, you know, f**k lokya bolenge. This season, we are also bringing in some experts on relationships, love, sex, life, and everything that happens in between. So, we hope you enjoy this episode as much as we have enjoyed putting it together. Hey, Anshita. Thank you for Hi. coming on to our podcast. Hey, Mel. Hello. Hello. Hey, hey. How are you guys doing? The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> That was yeah. It seems like we are inside of an email. <laughs> yeah. Please revert back. I hope this email finds you well. <laughs> and then you are like, and I'm like, no, this email found me in a very very difficult situation. Let me tell you what happened. Point one. Point one. How long do you have? Forever. <laughs> Is this your first podcast? Thank you for having me. Is it your first? Uh, okay. Uh, as a guest? Yeah, yeah, I don't have a podcast. Yeah. No, 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 it's not my first podcast. I'm sorry to disappoint ah, you. Yeah, I'm, no, we're not disappointed at all. It I'm makes it even a, better. I'm not a virgin. <laughs> I like how she went through a moment of, oh, I don't have my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel I've like been, if you did, we would know. We would all know by now. Yeah, because I've been wanting to start one for a very long time. I talk a lot. I think podcast like the ideal uh, medium of content creation for me. But somehow I have never really, uh, you know, implemented that idea. I don't know why. I've just been a guest. So I'm just probably going on different podcasts and uh, checking out what's missing. So I'll take all of that and then I'll start my podcast. Oh. Whatever very clever. Yeah. So this one I'm noting was missing. Exactly. On Rails Brow, they didn't do this. I will do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like pro and cons. Mostly cons. I have been an engineer for five years. So this is, and I've been in QA. So this is what I used to do. I just used to find defects and bugs. And then, you know, all the coding community would just hate me. It's like, you can't get out of here. You can't get out of here. At the end of this, the list that you're making. I'll send you constructive feedback. I hope you're doing well. Because you're not going to be at the end of this email. <laughs> so uh, to begin with I want to start with a compliment because uh, I think it's a good thing to do uh, <laughs> it is from Malaika oh, okay. <laughs> I'm joking <laughs> so, um, um, I actually want to talk about your uh, crying posts which I'm a big fan of and I think I said this earlier as well as somebody who's a very avid crier uh, when I saw your when I saw your posts of crying, I was like, I really enjoying. I'm really enjoying. This is amazing. This is like it makes you feel good that somebody else is like absolutely okay with crying and posting it. I didn't think about it. Yeah, I'm 
that you can do something like that were you were you laughing while you were looking at my crying picture smiling yeah yeah then then yeah. It, the job is well done i think yeah 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 so, मतलब ये सही है मेरी मैं हंसाती भी हूँ मतलब रो भी नहीं हूँ तो भी लोग हंस रहे हैं मतलब इससे बेटर क्या हो सकता है कमीडियन के लिए That's how you know that you were born to do this. This is one of those things. <laughs> yeah so yeah I am an avid flyer myself uh, Nishka so please to meet you. Um yes I love crying. I think crying yeah. should crying should be um declared like a pub, like there should be a public holiday. I feel like there should be a public holiday dedicated to just crying. Like everybody should just cry. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Right. I I agree with that actually. I'm very into it. I'm like you know what this is awesome. This is very healthy. I want to cry. Like otherwise it's like a family joke. My mom sometimes uh she's talking to me and she's like, "Oh, you seem kind of uh you know, frustrated and snappy. Have you not had your cry for the week?" <laughs> this is literally what my mom says to me. And then my partner from the back is like, "No, no, no, she cried yesterday." I'm like that's surprise and unnatural response for someone so tiny. तो साइज से क्या मतलब रिलेशनशिप क्या है मतलब ऐसी चीज है ना कि इट्स जस्ट इट्स अ गिफ्ट बट कीप्स गिविंग इट्स काइंड ऑफ लाइक इट्स खत्म नहीं होता है मतलब नहीं चाहिए समटाइम्स समटाइम्स आई एम क्राइंग और लाइक बस कर पागल हो इतना and then you know and then it's not stopping it's like okay fine you know go for it nikal ja raha hai and then i'm like bas yaar this is too much but then yeah i don't know it just stops Honestly, hey, when you're feeling it, you're feeling it, man, and then it's done, and you're like, oh, suddenly I'm like out of it, and you feel so good, na? The yeah. post cry feels are like best. Second, second best. I think first is the like orgasm. I think, and second is like. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, Anjita, how did you get into being a performance artist? Yeah. Uh, I think uh, it all started when I when I moved to Germany. I started working as a tour guide. and um, i started doing public speaking and i was like with a bunch of international people coming on my tours and you know the idea was to of course uh, talk about the history and the culture art etc here in the city cologne in germany where i live but of course like you know you, you had to make it entertaining you had to make it funny you had to make it engaging so it kind of matters me like I, i think i was always good at um communication so talking to people and i can talk to any person i can sit down with anyone and talk for hours so that started from it started from there but then you know naturally my tours were becoming very funny and uh, more in the format of storytelling and that kind of uh, gave me the confidence to uh, probably go up on the stage and then also uh, be in front of the camera and uh, so it started from being a tour guide then i started my youtube channel i started making uh, comedy videos mostly sketches and then from there i just, uh, came across stand up comedy and the rest is history yeah. so that's how it happened like uh, very like you know in step i would say yeah and um, so why you were actually pursuing this what were you doing on the side like how many side hustles are we talking a lot a lot of them So, uh, like I said before, um, I did my engineering from Pune in India, and then um, I worked in IT for about five years. And then when I was moving here, I quit IT because I wanted to take a little break. 
I was working for five years non-stop. Mm. And then uh, I was in a new country, so I wanted to learn the language and you know get uh, to know the culture. And that that's how the tour thing happened. Like I just went on a free walking tour myself to know more about the city, and I just fell in love with the format. I was like, I want to do this. Mm. In the beginning, it was just like you know just for fun. I never knew that I could you know be a good tour guide or you know what it is really to be a tour guide and all of that. It was just like just fun. And then, um, yeah, and um, I started doing that. But then, I think within a year of living in Germany, um, I realized that okay, being a tour guide is definitely it's good for a pocket money kind of uh, income. But I really need to find some more work. And I really now at this point, I did not want to go back to IT at all because I'm like I'm done with it. So I started to understand, and because I already started my YouTube channel, so I was already um, doing a lot of social media promotion for my videos, and you know. Um, so I was like, maybe I should look for some kind of writing work uh, with respect to social media. So yeah, I started working as a content writer with one of the companies here, and uh, then it was like being a tour guide. I was making videos, then I was uh, doing uh, uh, this content writing job. And then um, I also started working as a MC, like you know, doing uh, hosting the cultural fest here. So I was working with some of the groups, like dance groups uh, from India. So you know, there are already Bollywood or Indian food festivals, Bollywood festivals. So I became like I, I was working as a host, uh, hosting these events. Mm-hmm. And then um, it reached a point where I realized, you know, because uh, one of the best things or one of the privileges, which is you know contrary to the popular opinion is that um, there is no classism in the work we do here in europe at least uh, so there was no you know there was no inhibition in my mind oh um, i've done engineering so i should not be doing this kind of a job because yahan pe i can i can use hindi also in between right yeah okay nahi yaar ha to jaise matlab yahan pe tum plumber ho engineer ho artist ho Yeah, of course, there is a difference between the perks and everything, but minimum wage, if you can say, or basic income, होती है, it's pretty much the same. So there's not a big difference. Um, uh, so you know, that was that was very new to me. I was like, what? You know, um, and I am that kind of person. I was like, um, when I was back in Pune, I remember I had to switch between two of my IT jobs, and in between there was a period of seven months of joblessness. and uh, it was a really hard time like looking back i can only see jokes now but back then it was like the end of the world for me yeah. and i used to live uh, in this area called uh, called aunt in pune and uh, in that area in my building just at this time there was a ccd to ccd mein main bahar nikli aur maine dekha aur mein likha tha ki you know we are looking for baristas to mere ko laga yaar ye to ghar ke bahar hai और मैं कुछ नहीं कर रही हूँ राइट लुकिंग फॉर जॉब तो एंड लर्न हाउ मेक कॉफी तो मैं गई मैंने अप्लाई कर दिया वहां पर उन्होंने बोला हाँ आ जाओ मैं मैं तो मैं तो यहीं पे रहती हूँ मतलब I have to be honest. At that time, even I was like, "Oh fuck, what am I doing? Like, you know, I'm an engineer. I should." Mm. And it wasn't doing a lot, but it was still like some kind of work, some new skill that I could have learned, and it was still some money instead of just sitting at home all day. Yeah. And, but then I, you know, I was like, it it stayed with me. 
and you know it was like the period in my mind that um, at that time I knew that my boyfriend then um, he was here in Germany. So I knew that eventually we may get married and I have to move here. So I was like, "Man, it's a little bit awkward. I just have to change the career for me." So um, yeah, so last to last in 2019, um, I worked at a sushi restaurant. and uh, i just made 500 rolls of sushi and made a uh, work in the kitchen and uh, i was Damn. so happy <laughs> and my parents were like you have a very weird career progression like you know <laughs> what is, you have a list of weird things that i don't know i think that experience taught me a lot and i feel like every person should for at least for once should work in service industry every person it teaches you so much you do entitlement mein jo log ghumte hain india mein aur classism jo hai it's a very difficult industry and it just i i think i'm also guilty of sometimes maybe few years ago i was not as open minded as i'm right now um maybe some you know very subtle classism within us which we do and we don't realize it until you know you really go and work So it taught me so much, and uh, yeah, so I did that as well. And then I was I also teach English language sometimes at uh, camps. Mm-hmm. And uh, most recently, I started working as an exam invigilator. What kind of an exam invigilator are you? <laughs> so these are computer-based exams. Oh, okay. Exams, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, it happens like one in three months. This job, it's a weekly job, but it's like eleven hours a day. Hmm. Pays really well. Um, you need to have the, of course, the computer software knowledge, uh, the software we are using for these exams, and mm. expertise. And these are in English, which plays in my favor because otherwise there's a lot of language barrier in Germany to get jobs in English. So you know because I've had the technical background plus I know English, but plus it's in the city that I live. So I got that job, and uh, yeah, I just have to sit for eleven hours and just intimidate uh, the candidates and just look at them. Yeah. Um, just give dirty looks, and you're like, I'm watching you. Yeah, I like it's like I sit down, collect material, and then stand up. You know, it's kind of like that. <laughs> But yeah, it's really funny to me that you know this is the this is um, of all the jobs that I do, this is the one that pays the most, and I just have to sit. Hmm. So, you know that's what I have a question about. कि अब तो हम सब बोल सकते हैं कि you know now you are comfortable with it. Now you're doing it. It's been about four years that you've been doing yeah. it. But you know how long does it get <clears throat> to reach a point where you say that I'm a professional stand-up comedian? It's not something that's a side gig. And you know what you just said कि आज मैं रात को जाके रोने नहीं वाली हूँ in in my pillow कि यार कोई हंसा नहीं आज मेरे ऊपर and all that. How long does it take to get there, and what does it take to get there? To say yes, I am a comedian. Um, a lot of sweat, blood, and ironically tears. <laughs> As a comedian, you know, always. I think tears. I think um, it's different for everyone. I would say because stand up is not a career to start your professional life. It's a career that you pursue over time. So you need to have a side thing. You need to have a day job. because you build your material over time and depending on uh, whether you belong to an elite family or you belong to a middle class family or you come from a different like a very low social economic background um yeah you will have to do work that pays your bills and then whatever time you find <clears throat> you spend that on doing stand up 
and for stand up comedy the backbone is open mics no matter how big of a comedian you are big small new experienced um like you have to do open mics open mics is basically where you test your material um and there's like a very universal thing a uh, unsaid thing about open mics like each everybody who goes to an open mic gets the equal amount of time yes maybe sometimes there are some curated mics where you know the last performer would be the headliner so they would get like 8 minutes but on an average i would say uh, most open mics uh, the spot you get is 4 to 6 minutes so you can uh, whatever you write you have to time yourself to 4 minutes so i can write an hour of material but i can only try 4 minutes at one time so you know you you can't even write like uh, and it depends what kind of a comedian are you like if you're a storytelling comedian it's even more difficult because how do you tell a story in 4 minutes right um but if you're anecdotal or if you're just like one liners or you dead pan then yeah 4 minutes is a lot of time on stage uh like you know it it feels like okay the star minute here but when you go up on stage a uh, 4 minutes is a very long time to be on stage um especially when your jokes are not working you're like stop khatam ho gaya abhi sirf dhai minute hue you know um so i think uh, so now you can do the math right for example uh, to give you an idea if you are a part time like if you are doing a day job and you are only able to do let's say two or three open mics in a week and you only get like five minutes each open mic mm-hmm. and uh, like it varies from comedian to comedian but on an average i think every comedian tries uh, a joke at least five to six times so five different open mics before it you know before it becomes uh-huh. a joke Huh. So it takes almost a year to sometimes uh, write twenty minutes of material, and uh, it took me three years to write my one hour uh, with all the part-time job, with all the hustle. So uh, my first one hour uh, was in Hindi English from like mm. I in India it's called Thoda Bot, mm. and um, yeah, it took me almost three years. And uh, the English one hour that I'm in process of writing, I have. like i would say i have 40 minutes but when, the more when i try to refine it it will come down to 20 minutes i think because wow. a lot of this has to be removed because you know when you write an hour it has to be like 80% funny and then you can add 20% fluff so depending on like you know what is your background where you come from how uh, how much you have to hustle to pay your bills it can vary if you're a full time comedian and you have a artist management agency um you just you can write an hour in 2 to 3 months mm-hmm. but yeah for the same person like me it can take two years because and i and i use uh, and i know you did queens of comedy as well um but do you think comedy is therefore changing at least a little bit because i love stand up comedy and i've been following it for almost about 8 9 years and you to now see comedians who and even nishka has to see comedians who we've been listening to for so long now actually have limelight so is that change at least a little bit gratifying today to see that change happen now um yes it's a slow change is slowly getting there and at least now we have amazon specials which are happening and some of them have actually broken into netflix as well but that does make a difference right so is comedy then at least being a little more acceptable in india yes you- we have a comedian in jail right now so i think it's going really well uh <laughs> i mean uh you have to understand right uh, um 
if a comedian is in jail like that means that we are reaching that place um where we matter i think right what we say really makes a difference i think uh, and uh, speaks truth to the power so i would say uh, i'm looking at it from a different lens uh, no i'm actually very angry about it and i do i i would i would digress it uh, digress from it later but to answer your question yes definitely and i think what you said like you know you've been watching it for 8 9 years uh, this is actually how old stand up comedy in india is it's like 10 to 12 years old and uh, it's become mainstream now with the uh, of course amazon and ott platforms um and then there are these some of the companies like oml and artist management companies who are actually who have a monopoly in the in this field but now there are also very small event uh, based companies who are coming up and who are like hiring stand up comedians for corporate shows and all of that so since india is a developing economy i think um, events again is a very important part so yeah definitely this is this is growing this will only grow this will only get better um and we are also challenging the sense of the average sense of humor um uh, of an indian audience member um it varies it is different uh, in different cities so if you for example uh, for for any art form or any craft to develop like you know the it's not just the artist that has to evolve the audience also needs to evolve and i think you can find that in mumbai already um to some to quite if you no know, if you compare it with other cities because uh, people there now you know uh, if you're like oh uh, weekend pe kya karna hai so some are like movie dekhne jayenge shopping karne jayenge comedy dekhne jayenge so you know that's becoming the narrative now which is great but in smaller cities it's still not something that we see yet and i feel like uh, stand up comedy in india is still very elite um it's still not very intersectional um only like very few comics so i would say there are at least 1500 to 1800 comedians in india at the moment uh which is still a very less number and uh, i would say only like maybe 100 of them um enjoy the mainstream attention or maybe have specials but the like you know if you go to small cities and towns and other suburbs and other areas in india there are some comedians local comedians doing comedy in their regional languages or uh, like from like i do comedy like i started uh, the comedy scene in jammu so there are a lot of local comics who perform there and they have good observations they have really and they speak with the local audience so well i don't think a, a very famous comedian from india could could do the same job so i feel like um overall uh, the um, the stand up comedy as an art form is definitely growing and it is a it has a good future uh, not a very great present i would say <laughs> but um, you know it's going to get worse before it gets better um but yeah it's definitely growing but it's still not very intersectional i would say it is still very elite it's still um, the money or the income or the wealth um that is coming is still coming to just the slowly yeah, yeah the top Actually, this is something we discovered about podcasts as well. There are so many regional podcasts in India, so many, and they are so damn good. I'm much of the language is समझ नहीं आती, but uh, I just know English and Hindi. But whenever I'm going through the entire library of podcasts in India right now, there are so many creators in these small towns everywhere, and they are like just banging out podcasts like every day, and I'm like. 
damn and there like people who are like studying and doing this working and doing this and it's it's amazing mm-hmm. and like you said it's pretty similar to how the early days of stand up comedy were right people mm-hmm. are podcasting right now and then so much of their content is not going to become like national because how small it is in terms of the language and the region so right right so yeah, very that, interesting that was one thing um, i was like कुछ भी हो जाए मैं इस पैंडेमिक क्वारंटीन में पॉडकास्ट में खोल बनाऊंगी लाइक मतलब अगर कि मतलब सब अगर क्या करना चलो बना लेते हैं आर्टिस्ट ठीक है Now this should first of all be a t-shirt. This yeah, of course. Ah yeah yeah yeah. I'm gonna like make it into a bumper sticker and be like Anshita calls it this. But yeah. it is, it is so true for artists across any medium, right? Because today, your validation from anybody else is that oh, you have many followers on Instagram, right? But that is actually not a real unit in any way, and we all know that because we've all like done stuff on social media platforms. Because you can pretty much buy these things, right? You can buy yeah. likes, you can buy followers. So, yeah. um, can you talk? Can you can we talk about this a Definitely. little bit more? Yeah. Definitely. So I think um, I would say you need to first identify who are you. Are you a artist? Are you a content creator? Are you a influencer? Are you a marketer? Like, what is your role? So the problem right now I feel is like all of this has mixed up. You know, um, like I would say like every person is an influencer. I would like you know it's if you really go by the word like what is it? What is it? What does it mean to be an influencer? It means that you have an opinion, you put it out, and it influences people, right? So I think everybody is an influencer in that respect. You can influence people positively, negatively, uh, in any way. But on top of that, you know, you have to understand that how are you going to influence people? Are you going to talk about things and uh, share your opinion? Are you going to share stories? Are you going to share your art? Are you going to share, um, you know? basically brand deals or products that you use or are you going to sell product so most of the people have access to instagram and uh, for them it's like you know kitne followers hain and uh, that kind of starts becoming slowly the unit for whether you're doing good as whoever you you think you are um so that idea i find very problematic because uh, there are so many wonderful artists who don't have the same following um and then they you know they have this huge sell out and it affects them it impacts and sometimes you don't even know how it impacts you but it you start um, basically questioning yourself more and uh, you start active you you stop actively creating and uh, you only create for validation like you only create to get instant validation um and then you get into that loop because now you know validation ki aadat ho gayi hai to ha to milna thi na it's like a problem and i am also guilty of it i'm not saying that i am yeah. a certain but wo ek ho jata hai 
I, I I don't think I've made it if I speak about in terms of numbers. But at the same time, I think I've made it when I perform live and when I um, so I feel like I should uh, talk about this the process. Mm-hmm. So I speak about it a lot because I feel like it might help a lot of young artists as well. It's not a unit for your growth as an artist. It can be a unit for ki arre tumhe agar Instagram ko paise kamane. So yes, that's a different thing. If that's your goal, go for it. But if you're thinking ki main acha artist hoon ki nahi hoon, depending on tumhe kitne likes aate, views aate, then I'm sorry, but that's not a project. That's not a goal. Yeah, I think in a way, it is exactly that. It's like defining that goal of why you are creating and why you're an artist. And then also more importantly, figuring out what actually gives you validation because we all want validation in one way or the other right it's not wrong to want it no it's not but human. it's about yeah we are humans in the end so it's just that finding that in that one thing that actually gives you validation being like, okay this is what defines my validation and not something else which actually hurts my mental health because that's a very big problem itself right like we were talking earlier about how that comes in the way of your creation because you feel like oh nobody's liking it nobody's engaging but the thing is that the number of people engaging versus how many you want to engage is it's, it's something that social media has created for you that idea and the construct so true true i think yeah. i whenever i feel this like whenever i create something and it doesn't get the amount of views i want and i feel bad about it and i feel like no validation nahi mila tarah bhi laugh so i have made this rule for myself i don't know if it will help anyone or not but i try to then uh, uh, you know call up uh, people in my close circle who are so used to me cracking jokes all the time they mm. i think that's the toughest crowd for me mm. right um meko bahut validation milta hai jab main apne narayan ko bataati because mm. i feel um unki mind on jaise aaj subah it's very funny like you know it's very hilarious i will put that video on instagram because about suicide okay mm. and i thought it's a very sensitive subject but my nana ji was ranting that how he wants to kill himself okay <laughs> see it was very hilarious because my nani is unwell and he mm. has to take care of her and he was just frustrated <laughs> and he said he said mera man karta hai main tabhi mein ja ke tabhi ke talab mein ja ke khalan maar du but wahan pani hi nahi hai and i just laughed and then he's like ab main soch raha hu main mount everest जाऊंगा as a performance artist as a comic um you also have to be apart from being very observant mm. of like everything yeah what else do you have to be like what other life skills do you need to have right you can't just be this like you can't just wake up one day and be like ha aaj main ye likhne wali hu and i'm going to be like a comic just because i have good observations so what else goes into it i think um being a comedian means being a Not a comedian means being a comedian means ऐसे पकड़ने की कोशिश करना सो यू नो टू गिव यू वेरी सिंपल एग्जाम्पल लाइक लिप बाम ओके सो लिप बाम का काम क्या है लिप बाम का बट लिप बाम और क्या हो सकता है 
So I instead of thinking what everybody is thinking, you think of ideas that nobody is thinking, like actively thinking, but subconscious mind may hoga. Like you know, for example, if koi kabi apne isko laga diya, mera blood flow hoga agar ke right. मतलब कुछ भी right you know. दिमाग में आ गया I have never used my lip balm as a lip. <laughs> This disclaimer at the bottom. Yeah, I have my own lip. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so yeah, so the being a comedian means, of course, like you said, being very observant, um, looking at things uh, from an atypical point of view, and also when you're performing live, um, a part of it is to be spontaneous because you have heckler's. you do crowd work and i think that is a skill that even you already have or you can uh, develop it by doing more and more stand up or doing improv so i think it's very important to have a sense of humor first of all like i don't think you're a comedian if you don't have a sense of humor um second you um, definitely need to have that kind of uh, dedication to work at it because uh, sometimes even if you are a funny person uh when you start doing stand up comedy professionally uh you will bomb you will bomb everybody has bombed there is no comedian who will tell you i have never bombed in my life so you need to understand that uh, that's going to happen a lot and uh you need to have that kind of you know uh stamina i would say um you need to have a day job uh for sure uh some some kind of side work because uh, it's not going to pay your bills uh at least in the beginning yeah. any any time and uh, yeah spontaneity and being observant these are skills uh, that if you have will really help you like it's an advantage but even if you don't have you can uh, work at it you can develop them actually so i think these are like essentials i would say yeah okay um i'm going to ask you our uh, you know hot seat question so to speak and why nishka and i began this uh, podcast so as a society and as people and as indians across the world what can we all do to raise the bar and therefore be better if nothing else wow yaar tumhe comedians aise questions kaise pooch sakte ho yaar i think question uh, so yaar um i mean i don't know uh, my only goal honestly is to be just less less of an asshole every day because i think we all have that in ourselves and uh, nobody's perfect and uh, we are all learning unlearning um i think few things that if we keep in our mind is like acknowledging our privilege all the time understanding it um but at the same time like trying to have an open mind i think being an open minded person if you just if you just have that kind of uh, stamina to not cancel someone else or not belittle someone else no matter how much um how they how much different they are from you or how different they are thinking um i think 
overall we can be a better collectively we can be a better society so i think uh, most of the people who live outside of india as indians or even in india who have had the uh, opportunity to educate themselves or travel and experience different things itni responsibility to sabki banti hai to you know morally uh, apne aap ko check karte raho like question everything including yourself at least once a month bad jao and you know i do that a lot and um, yeah you have to find out ways to do it in a in a healthy way i think like you can't also be like very uh, self deprecating or hard on yourself or have the savior syndrome which i this survival guilt that i suffered with uh, during the pandemic ki main matlab main yahan pe hoon safe aur mere ghar wale matlab bahut hi jammu mein you know corona ka ek beech mein bahut zyada phat gaya tha and i had this like i just couldn't sleep because i had the survival guilt so yeah you can't be also hard on yourself so you have to find it find a very good balance of all these things so i feel like yeah acknowledge your privilege question everything and be open minded i think yeah and stay hydrated it's like a basic thing we just threw that in there i like that stay hydrated you are a house plant maine kahi padha tha na basically humans are like house plants with energy. yeah this is this is the most fun i think we've had thank you thank you yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk some more we're going to do a live session on i think something similar to what we were talking about right now so yeah let's do that soon and yeah i hope you have a super amazing weekend and um, thank you for spending your uh, friday night with us thank you the pleasure is all mine um, this um, thank you for doing this podcast i really i i did not go through all of your work but i did the one that i shared to um about masturbation i really like it so i just yeah. put my vibrator on charge you take me maine sabse pehle wait kiya okay you're welcome uh, reminded you like ek hafte se mere dimag se nikal raha tha ki mujhe charging ko dalna charging ko Hey there. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Raise the Brow. Follow the podcast on Instagram and YouTube and hey, slide into our DMs because we would love to hear from you. Don't forget to share the podcast or this very episode with anyone who you think needs this in their lives.